on Fanatics Friday, a very special conversation with my alma mater's baseball coach, Chris Reardon. That's right, the 1998 graduate of Queens College himself has led the team back to the ECC championship. Though they did not win against Malloy, their run is special for the Queens College community, and I want to dedicate this Fanatics Friday podcast to my conversation with Queens College baseball coach, Chris Reardon, a reminder on Fanatics right now, 65% off site-wide sales using the promo code HULU. That's right, HULU. And if you are in the Queens College community and alumni, come out to City Field on August 4th for Queens College night uh, when the Mets take on the Braves. But now, here's my conversation with Chris Reardon on his season and the Queens College baseball team's magical run in May. Well, I'm very excited to announce my alma mater, Queens College, and its baseball team had a very big run this year at uh, the ECC Championships. And with me is head coach Chris Reardon. Chris, tell us how the weekend went to get to the championship. Well, the weekend was, it was, first off, Alex, thank you for, for having me. Um, and it's great to be an alum of Queens College as, as uh, you know, as you are as well. Um so the week the weekend was great. You know, we got to the championship game because we played great uh, baseball on all ends, pitching, defense, and hitting, timely hitting. Um, it was a really, really enjoyable weekend despite the outcome at the end. Um, so happy for the players in our program. I'm even happy for the players who have played in our program because there was so So, you know, one of the guys that I'm really proud of is Rob Backus. Because he's a senior, and I think he's redshirted, but you know he's a guy that really deserved this run. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, Rob had been with us for you know for the COVID year and then a redshirt year, so he was actually in his sixth year, and he's finishing up. He's a phys ed major. He'll graduate. Uh, he did graduate. Um, he, he's he's been around for the development of this program. You know, in terms of how we. Uh, Myself and the coaching staff, most of us, Coach Smith, um, you know, we eight years ago, nine years ago, we started and Rob's, Rob's one of the guys we brought in in our second uh, recruiting class. Um, and he's been around for a while, and, and he's been so impactful in so many different ways, not just on the field. Uh, he's, a, he's an excellent teammate, excellent. Um, you know, he's an uplifter. He's one of those guys that, has such a great attitude every day, despite, you know, what's going on. And, and, and he's just a well-loved, well-loved uh, teammate, player, person. Um, and I was so happy that he was able to get us our first, he was a starting pitcher for the first playoff win in 24 years, which is quite remarkable. Let uh, me talk but, about that because didn't you make it, didn't you make the championship your go around in 98 and that was the last time this all happened? Yeah, so I was on. I was part of that team in 1998 with Coach Terry and as the head coach, and um, it was what an incredible experience that was for me. So, so fast forward now, to, you know, 20 something years later, um, all I ever wanted, right? All I ever wanted was the, our guys to have the same experiences that I had as a player at Queens College. Because when I talk about Queens College to my friends and 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 you know the people that I went played with in college, we have great experiences, great conversations. Nothing but good things, right? So I know It'll make for a fun firsthand. alumni day, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. And the alumni day this year should be fantastic. But look, we didn't win the championship this year, but we got to it, right? So 
in, in, even in that, there's still a good story. There's still stories that could be told uh, that are positive and that will really make these guys proud to, you know, to, they've had special moments here, right? I'm not saying that in years past, that's not, you know, the case altogether. You know, you could still have a great experience, even if you're not uh, winning and going to the playoffs and stuff like that. I get it. But there, there's a special bond that players have when they win championships. Now, again, we didn't win the championship, but the road to the championship, I think, galvanized you know, a good, positive experience to talk about in that regard. Chris, I got to ask you, recruiting plays a lot into this, right? So you've been building this team the last few years. What was it about this year's recruits that made this possible? Well, everybody had to deal with COVID the last couple of years. So it, it, it's not like we were in a different situation than any others, but we kind of were a little bit in the sense that we didn't have a real good idea of whether we were going to have a 2021 season or not. So um, we we had to wait and uh, – we didn't get a chance to really do much that year. You know, in 2021, we had no fall. We had no winter training. And Queens, Queens, I think, benefited in the sense that, you know, people didn't want to pay a lot of money to go away to school and have any kind of uncertainty. You were talking about the recruiting, which is so, with the COVID helping Queens. Um, you know, how do you build off this now? Well, you, once you once – you, look, once you start having success, it does – it does open up some roads, right? It opens up some roads to some places that, you know, maybe you didn't have, you know, great access to in the past. Um, some programs where they have some better developed athletes coming out on a yearly basis. And you can hang your hat on that. You can hang your hat on a good season and, and, and really sell that, you know, to the, the incoming, you know, uh, recruits. So um, it's not, it's no longer like, Hey, this is the vision we have. I mean, look, it's not a secret, Alex. Before, it, there have been years after the '98 season. There was a lot of bad, lack of just not good years, right? Uncompetitive years. The record was not very good. Um, you got to win games. You got to win games to attract. You got to have a vision, right? You got to win games, and that and, and to attract better student athletes. And when you have great seasons, right? When we can say we had a, a pretty good season. I'm not saying it's a great season, but it's a pretty good season. So that can that needs to get you going, and I feel like it did this year. I feel like we were able to bring in, and, and with the support of the athletic department, because, look, the athletic department has to really support the programs. Um, we, we got real some real good support now this past year, uh, you know, to help us, and we really feel like this recruiting class coming in now in the fall is a, is a really nice group of uh, players. Tell me about family life, because I know you balance both. You have two girls. You have a great, you know, you have Stephanie. You have a whole thing going for you. How have they been in the support as they got to, through this run with you? Great. They're, they're, you can't do, you know, it's very hard to do this without the support at home, especially when you have a family. You know, some people that do this don't have families for that exact reason. You know, they, they it's very time-consuming. Um, it's it's an emotional roller coaster, and... You know, it's it's just uh, it's just it's sometimes tough. You have to. As I've gotten older, you, I've dealt with things different. You know, in terms of especially like the competitiveness and it, the losses happen, right? So how do you deal with them? Well, I I deal with them because my family's so good. You know, they're just so supportive. Um, 
so it makes it my life a lot easier. You know, they, they, they know, you know, what they know how to deal with me. Right. So they make, they make it a lot easier for me. And, and, and I, you know, I, I love my girls, my, my, my two little ones, uh, they are an inspiration to me. You know, they motivate me to do what I do, to try to be the best I can be at what I do. And now you you were on the precipice of an ECC championship, which is something I've not been able to say in the last nine years of involvement with Queen. So this is a very special moment for me as well, just because I know you guys. and It's, it's fun to see growth of the baseball program. Yeah, again, especially being an alum that had success and had a, you know won a championship and then taking over the reins and you know saying hey I want to create this kind of atmosphere and, and expectation right that's the most important word expectation I want to create it uh, my staff and I wanted to create this expectation that each year we're going to make the playoffs we're going to have a chance to win them and we're going to have a chance to go on and play you know for bigger things after that so that that I feel like is in place I feel like that. Uh, element is in place expectation now it's a matter of execution and achievement right achieving uh, at the highest level at the highest levels Chris tell me about the adaptation you had to make from Caldwell to here you were a head coach there for quite a while what was the adjustment like and I never asked you but what was like coming home to coach your alma mater it was one of the coolest things ever that's happened to me I mean I was really excited um at, at, at Caldwell, we created expectations and we achieved at a high level. We did some great things. Um, you know, we won championships. We went to regionals. And, and so I don't want to say like I knew what it takes. You know, I don't want to act like I know what it takes. I mean, I did that as a player, too. We, we went to the won championship, went to the regionals. But, but you just, you know, you, you have an idea, right? You, you know what kind of talent you need. You know, uh how you have to play at certain times, you know, during the season and, and who you have to, the teams you really have to play well against all the time, obviously, but there's teams that you have to, you know, when you go along this journey, there's going to be specific. Absolutely. Now we talk about your home family, talk about the baseball family support of John L. Smith and Alex and the other coaches that surround you to make the team what it is. Say it again, Alex. I, I missed that part. Uh, tell me about your baseball family, John L. Smith, and the coaching staff around you to get to this point. Yeah, sure. So John uh, is a is a personal friend of mine, and he was the first phone call that I made when I got the job at Queens to join me, and he obviously accepted, which was tremendous. Um, he's a you know close. They're all family to me. John has been. I've known John. I've coached. I coached John's uh, kid, one of his sons. Um, so I've known John a long time and then you have coach Nikolic, uh, coach Sasso, um, and coach Pena and coach Pena was new, new with us for this year, but he did a great, he made a, a great impact with us, um, especially handling the hitters. And then you have coach Sasso who's been with us for a few years since 2019 and he's done the pitching and he's a tremendous, uh, he's just a great overall attitude to have. He's very, very well liked by the players and, um, he's got a great demeanor and he, he's very, um, he's very, he's been around, you know, baseball for a long time. God, Alex, what were you going to say? Tell us about the other coaches because I know you also had Alex on there as well, right? Yeah. Now Alex is a younger, um, you know, one of the younger coaches, he's the youngest coach and he, I think would relate best to the players and 
you know, he, uh, go get, hold on, go get your shoes on me. He would, uh, yeah, he would have a closer relationship, you know, with the players, I think. And I think he does. And, um, he kind of can give us a feel for like the, the mood of the team at times, if it's necessary to do anything different than what we're doing, you know, we have to listen and, and, you know, make sure we make adjustments when necessary. So he can serve in that, you know, he serves in that capacity and that purpose. Um, I got my little one right now bossing me around, so. I love it. I love it. Hey, tell me about the department itself. The Kingstown Athletics has turned around under Rob. Talk about that, Rob Tribal also. Yeah, no, it's, like I said, you can't do this without support. you gotta have, you got to have good support, and uh, we do. We do. And, and, look, some of the circumstances the last few years, obviously, is beyond anyone's control. Um, but the way that... You know, I feel like Rob um, handled the situation and kept us, you know, in a good spot. I feel like that was a great benefit to all the programs at Queens College. You know, we didn't really sink too far down. Um, and, you know, this, there's a good leadership. You, you know, he provides good leadership and, and, get, and getting us going in the right directions. And, um, for all pro- you know, for all the programs. I know basketball are running through this year, isn't they? Say it again, Alex. I'm sorry. I believe basketball had a run as well this year, didn't they? Yeah, the men played well. They, you know, they 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 did a good job down the stretch, and uh, they had a good season overall. And you know, they dealt with a lot too. I mean, again, I'm, everyone's dealing with the same things, but it's not easy. Uh, basketball, basketball, and their coaches did a great job. Um, and even the. Um, you know, the construction and the finishing, the finishing of the soccer project, you know, the Absolutely. two new fields, that's going to be huge, see. right? Oh, my God. I remember we used to watch them go on the far turn, like, all the way on the inside of the – almost like a hill. Now it's all flat. So that's a good thing. No, it was, it was bad. I mean, the the fields before what they just put in place, the turf, you know, they put in the uh, the artificial turf. But before that, it was terrible. And, and I know you guys do a hell of a job maintaining Henneken Stadium. Also. Yeah, yeah, and we're getting an upgrade over there too. Not turf, but we're going to get an upgrade to some new, uh, some new natural, you know, some new natural, uh, you know, surface like a, a redo, an upgrade. That'll be huge for you guys also. Yeah, yeah, it makes it more, it'll make it more attractive. I mean, we can only do what we can do, right? The, the coaches, the players, you know, we take a, a great pride in our facility and what we do, and uh, it looks good. But, yeah, it's going to be nice to have some professional landscaping, right, <laughs> come in and do some things there. So it's going to be, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. Now, you mentioned the recruiting part of it. How does this uh, run change your recruiting style now? Well, like I said, it opens up some doors. I mean, it got, you get you garner some interest from some maybe, you know, high, like places where uh, they've had good amount of success. They put out uh, a lot of different uh, level p- prospects. And um, in this class, I think, although this class is recruited before this year, so so technically – the kids that we are bringing in this year, for the most part, did, were already committed before we had the success. But 
uh, we have had a, we have had an upward climb here. I mean, we've been to the playoffs now three years in a row, which is the most by any ECC team. Um, so we have a streak going here, and you know, it's up to us as coaches and as uh, as players to make sure that we continue to you know work as hard as we can and and. Talent helps, right? Getting some really talented players, all that is, is important. So, you know, those are things that we have to keep, you know, stay focused on and keep doing. Absolutely. Now, you know, did you foresee a run like this at the beginning of the year? Because let's be honest, in the winter weather, you know, spring weather, cold weather, a run like that doesn't seem attainable in March. But did you have a mindset that that could happen this year? Sure. So I did, and and. You know, when I met with uh, the AD, Rob Twible, you know, we have like a preseason meeting. So at that meeting, you know, we have an expectation. Uh, oh, just witnessed a car accident. Jeez. Um, how do you have a car accident in a town like this? It's literally like it's a pro- – oh, boy, Alex. This is a live podcast <laughs> tape, so I'm not editing any of this. This is great. I'm sorry I have to deal with that, though. Um, but, yeah, I know that this has been on your mind for a long time now, and – to see it happen has just been uh, must feel like it's been come true, especially at alumni. Yeah, no. It's, say that part again, Alex. I'm walking. Go well, ahead, I would say, this is not even sweeter because you're an alumni of the school, as you mentioned. So this has to be even sweeter for you with that angle also. Yes, it's 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 been great. Like I said, oh okay. When we when we meet in the beginning of the season, I said I think we can be anywhere from first place to third place. So. That was the kind of talent I felt we had, and we finished in second, which was a good target. Um, you know, good. We, we didn't beat Malloy. That was the problem. Malloy was the first place team, and they were not easy to beat. They were, they were very experienced team and had a very good lineup. So they were not easy to beat. We, you know, made it close at the end, but in the regular season, when we had a chance to play them, and that would have been for first place, we didn't win. So that, you know, that was on us. And uh, But, again, they were a very good team. Um, but I think from an expectation standpoint, you know, we pretty much hit the mark. I mean, we thought we would, this is what we thought we could do, and we did it, which is pretty cool. A hundred percent. And it was close games. I was watching the box score. Not a bad affair either in the finals there. Yeah, you know, we, we played uh, we played two really close games, and, and that was a long day, that championship Saturday. That was uh, – we started at nine in the morning. I think we got done at nine at night. You know, it was it was two really with a rain delay to sit through. Our guys came out of that game in that game one and put up a three spot in the first inning, and I felt so good. I'm like, we're ready to play today. Like, this is going to be our day. Um, and we battled the whole day. You know, we lost the first game six five, and then the second game. They did not come out demoralized. They, we had a, a, a nice, you know, we had a lead, and, and most for most of the games we had the lead. I mean, and, and as good as Malloy is, we were leading in both games. I think into the eighth inning, you know, but you have to play nine innings. Baseball is nine innings, and you have to get twenty-seven outs, and that's where the experience of Malloy, you know, really paid off. They were very comfortable, uh, especially towards the end of the game. And I'm not saying we weren't. Our guys played very well, but we didn't score, you know, towards the end like they did. And that just comes down to being comfortable and being, you know, focused on, on, on what needs to be done. Chris, uh, someone listening to this now might have a prospective kid that wants to play ball and 
doesn't know where to go and they are maybe from the area, how can they contact you and, and get in touch with possibly making it, you know, making the team this year? Well, they can go onto the website, Alex, and then on the website there's a, a link for coaches, and then they can access that. And when they click on the coaches, there's emails for every coach, so they can reach out to the coaches. We also are going to run a prospect camp um, in August, and we'll get the dates out for that uh, probably this week or within the next 10 days. Um, and we have a lot of kids that want to come out to the prospect camp and, and – you know they want to be seen by the coaches, and so it's a it's a it's real easy. It's not that hard. All right, one one last thing, um, because you know you drafted someone like or you recruited someone like Brandon Burrell from St. John's. How do you get those caliber types from the big schools to come to Queens? Well, I, I don't do it by myself. That's for sure, right? I mean, you, you got to have friends. You got to have people that are are going to talk kindly about you and highly, you know, hold you in high regard. And I've been very fortunate for the most part to have a lot of people that I've been doing this over 20 years. So I have a lot of people who are believe in me and trust me, you know, in terms of uh, trusting them with their friends and, and, and sons or whatever, you know. Um, so I get a lot of recommendations and our staff, you know, is doing a great job of getting out and, and trying to, look under, you know, every stone, wherever we can. I mean, it's the recruiting. Yes, the landscape of recruiting has changed dramatically, you know, with with the transfers and the transfer portal. And um, so so you're going to get players, you know, later on in the season. After the season's over, there's going to be opportunities to continue to bring in players uh, from from other schools. I mean, that's, that's what we're dealing with now. So um, – a lot of that is kind of word of mouth, and, and you, they talk to people, and if the people that you know uh, can direct them to you, it's a big, it's a great thing to have. All right, I gotta ask you this because as you do all the this big run, academics is huge at Queens College. So how do you keep your guys focused on that as well as the diamond? Like, how, what's uh, you know your role as coach to make sure that happens? It's 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 Alex. It's for these kids. It's. The school's not easy. They got to do their work and they got to go to class. And, you know, the demands to be a student athlete is not easy for anyone. Um, I credit these guys. They do a great job overall. And, you know, they are pretty much told from day one what they what they need to do. And if they can't do it, then they can't play. And that's unfortunate, but that's just the reality and the way the world works. Um, you got to do point your 2.0. A 2.0 is the minimum uh, for the NCAA in Queens College. But, you know, Alex, you know most of our guys are going to hover around 3.0. So That's we do have a good amount of uh, 3.0 guys, and uh, that's well, a credit to them. Thanks for letting me about Prospect Camp. I would love to come out. And do sort of a remote there with the interview during the camp if you want to do that. Yeah, that would be really cool, Alex. Let me get you the dates. You know, like it's going to be sometime at the end of August, and uh, there will probably be two of them this year. Probably do one in August and then one at the end of September. So I will get you those dates, and, and let's hook up. Awesome. Thanks so much for doing this, Chris, and God bless you as this team keeps moving forward, man. Thank you, Alex, for being a great supporter of the program. I love when you're on campus and you stop by. Uh, you're truly one of the great people that have come from Queens College, and it's a pleasure, you know, being a friend of yours. So it, thank you so much for just being a, the person you are and the things that you do for everybody else. Thank you, Alex.
This was a very special conversation with Chris Reardon. I'm going to put up a Fanatics 65% off deal today. Promo code Hulu. You know, Cooper Cup, as the Rangers are going for the Cup, was just extended by the Rams. I'm going to put up something for Cooper and uh, his phenomenal Super Bowl run. So check that out in the description. But yes, Queens College Baseball on the map. And always love bringing on Chris Reardon on Alex Garrett Podcasting and Fanatics Friday.